step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter.com slash Joy Keys, and you can become a fan on Facebook. Just look up Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm also on Instagram. Lots of cool pictures there. Uh, If you tag me, you could win a prize, and people who follow me know I actually do send you your prizes or you're able to download them. I'll give you gift cards and books and music, all kinds of things, restaurant things. So I encourage you to follow on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook, Or, again, like I said, tag me on Instagram. On Instagram, I'm Saturdays with Joy Keys. I want to thank you guys so much. I mean, this has been an amazing, amazing experience doing this show for five years now. And it's just, like, mind-boggling that people are willing to listen to my crazy voice. Um, But, again, I hope that you've enjoyed them and share them with friends and family. We're past a million downloads, and I just wanted to say thank you. Well, this morning I am speaking to my favorite astrologer, uh, one of my only ones that I actually trust who's telling the real thing, (laughs) Uh, Samuel F. Reynolds. Um, And he is on the show this morning, so we're going to chat about what's been going on in 2014, but also what we might see in the coming future in 2015, 16, and so on. So good morning, Samuel. Good morning, Joy. Thank you so much for calling in. Again, like I said, you are my favorite <laughs> trusted astrologer that I have I like on the that. show. Thank you. Yes. Um, I want to mention, oh, you have a website. It's unlockastrology.com. People yeah, that's new out for there. your listeners because I didn't have that last year. Yes, I noticed that. I um, also want to mention that you write for ebony.com, for mysign.com, and Pride, um, which is a British black women's magazine. Um, and you do consultations, so um, we can give people your phone number. Uh, what's your phone number they can reach? Should they go to unlockastrology.com? Well, they can go directly to unlockastrology.com, and then they can also book sessions or actually write me. But if they want to write me directly by email, email is one of the best ways to reach me, is unlockastrology, all one word, at gmail.com. And then the phone number, if they want to call me, it's 484-727-8277. Great. And how long have you been doing astrology? How long have you been studying astrology? 24 years. 24 years. 24, years. 24 and yeah. I guess just, just for a brief background for people who may not be familiar, why did you get into astrology? <laughs> well, I got into it, uh, I should say, deeper because I was seeking to disprove it. So I went to an astrologer. I had an amazing experience, but I thought it was a trick. So I spent the next 10 years attempting to unravel his trick and only to discover that it was something foundationally real 
and mm. that's how I got more into it. I went to see that astrologer uh, when I was 23, going on 24 years old. And now, when you say disprove, why didn't you believe it? What was your background that you would not have had believed? Well, in at that time, even though I, I had two interesting backgrounds that really were hostile to astrology. The first background is that at 12 years old, I was a, um, I felt a calling into the gospel ministry. So I was a fundamentalist Christian of my own design. No one in my family was fundamentalist, but I became that, even though they they were religious um, or went to church, I should say, or at least my mother did. And so, as many people might know, uh, many fundamentalists of different walks of life have an antagonistic relationship to astrology. So that was my first foray into being antagonistic to astrology. The second happened after I left the ministry and became um, disenchanted by religion and went more toward the empirical notions of race, gender, and class. And so my other um, disaffection toward astrology was more about how it didn't fit into a paradigm of the social sciences or the humanities, and so that's why I felt it was fake. Mm-hmm. Well, today we have a lot to talk about, so I want to jump into some of the things we talked or discussed um, beforehand. And one of the first things which is on everybody's mind, if, if it's not on your mind, then you must be sleeping or on drugs or you better be in a hospital in a coma, uh, is police brutality racism going on. <laughs> or racist. But it's still on your mind, and you're probably cheering like, "Yay! Right. One for the team, <laughs> or two, true. three, four for the team." If I will, I hate to be so crass like that, but um, police brutality, uh, particularly against African American males, just one after the other. You know, Mike Brown, Eric Garner, Tamir Rice, who was 12 years old in a park. What the hell is going on here? That I feel like I'm in like some weird matrix, if you will. That these people are not being punished for what they did. And I'm not just saying hang any old person because I'm feeling like it's hang a white person day. No, it's not like that. I'm saying, you know, based on facts and whatnot, it seems pretty clear they need to be punished at least at some level. But to be cleared completely of these crimes against people who have supposedly witnesses, it's just mind-boggling. So, Samuel, tell me what's going on. Is something beyond our control is going on, correct? Um, somewhat. I mean, I don't know if it's yeah. completely out of our control um, or is it a running runaway train that can't be stopped. I do believe it can be stopped. I, You know, just to say, for those who also want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at SF Reynolds, S is in Sam, F is in Fred, Reynolds. Um, and one of the things I want to say, I've been talking about this nature, this issue with the police for about five years off and on when I'm not just talking about astrology. And one of the things I f- say frequently is that the police are not your friends. And why I say that is partly influenced from my own studies of the police over the years, but also from the astrology. So I'll get to the astrology in just a second because it kind of confirms some of the things I'm about to say. One of the things people must realize is that this actually is not anomalous, you know, what's happening with the police. It happens more frequently than not. It's just now that people are seeing it more blatantly. And I think the other thing to kind of you know tag along with that is recognizing that we have been affirming a culture of the police 
or a culture, you know, some may even say a police state, for nearly 30 years. Because you have to ask yourself, just on a rudimentary level, why are there, like, on any particular channel, 20 different shows dedicated to cops? Their lives are not that interesting. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you brought that up because as people dug into that and they realized that the media is being controlled by very few and that we actually are being brainwashed on not only what colors to wear and uh, what foods to eat, but also the mindset of fear um, and violence and sex and how they go together. And like you said, why are there so many freaking cop shows? Really? Right, because Come on. because the, the, a message has been crafted to the public that you should prefer security over freedom. And so I think the fundamental issue that people are waking up to and seeing is that their freedoms are being consistently and constantly curtailed and is more of an affirmation for a particular culture of police than the general populace. The other thing going along with the astrology that we're seeing in this country in particular are two salient events that have been happening for a while, and one of them dates back even to the foundation of this country. The, the first one I'll talk about is the Pluto return. I may have mentioned this on your show maybe two years back or sometime when I first got on when I talked about that the United States is about to experience something that it has not experienced in nearly 280 years, which is Pluto coming back to its original position when the United States was formed. Now, that's significant because Pluto deals foundationally with the idea of power. It's now, even Pluto, at the root of the that, word... Is that... Okay, go, sorry. Let me let you finish it. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Pluto <laughs> is even at the root of the word plutocracy, you know, in terms of the power being in the hands of the few or underground mm-hmm. and unseen. So one of the things mm-hmm. that kind of shaped the, the beginnings of this country was the idea of challenging power being in the hands of the few and then even more specifically in the hands of the quote-unquote king. And so this country mm-hmm. became... As articulated, I'm not saying in praxis, articulated, it was the idea of challenging this this notion of it being in the hands of an aristocracy or the few. Yes. But here we, we are again. We did discuss that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here so we are again. here we are again, and this is one of yeah. the, the bigger issues that really people are going to have to deal with as we're pressing forward with the actual return coming up in the next few years. The other thing that has been happening and more prominent since 2012 has been a series of what we call squares or challenging angles between the planet Uranus, which deals with spontaneity, the eruption of either repression or repressed feelings, or the idea of how one expresses that spark of the divine and individuality that one has, that's Uranus, being in challenging relationship to that Pluto. And we're coming up on March in 2015 of the last of those seven squares. And so it's Mm. been seven squares since 2012. When I say seven times, this has happened. So we're kind of building up to a crescendo of that particular aspect. Now, one thing to note about that, this square is a fulfillment of a certain level of intentions that started happening in the mid-60s because that's when Uranus and Pluto were together. So this is an activation point for many of the issues that did not get resolved or were not properly addressed in the 60s. 
So we're again looking at the Bull Connors of the world um, as manifested with like by 10 or 100 in the actual police. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. Bull Connor was, I believe was with the Montgomery Police Force and became like a symbol of police retaliation, especially in the South. But now we've seen that there's been a promulgation and a proliferation of police control on a whole different scale. And I don't think many people realize, or, or maybe now are starting to realize, the level and scale at which police have asserted themselves, not just to the point of having a quote-unquote police state in relation to the populace, but even having their own culture. And when I say their they own culture, their own they culture. look out exactly. for their own. Hmm? I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm about to say the same thing. They have their own culture. They look out for their own. They also collaborate with the judicial system in terms of the judges. It's not like some, you know, you would think, I don't know, and maybe my mind is like the judge is above the police somehow, but I think it all they all work together. Um, and for example, or it's the reverse. Idea I mean, I think the police wield an, an immense amount of control. And, and definitely I am not saying that we're just beholden to the police. I think there are other powers who have them as, like, the principal first line of defense. So that's mm-hmm. another bigger issue. I mean, we, we just for people to recognize, this has come in stages. First, we talked about the foundation aspects of power in terms of looking at Occupy Wall Street. Then that movement systematically got derailed by the judicial system and specifically by the police. And now we're dealing directly with the police. So it's almost as if, like, when we got too close to the source – we had to deal with the first line of defense. And that's now, what how can with. we, and, and in terms, again, going back to this idea of power and who has the power, are you saying that you think that um, the politicians don't have power? Do you think the police have more power oh, than the politicians? I think they do, I think, but they have a vested interest in protecting an oligarchy or a, a, um, those who are more affluent, you know, have a vested interest in keeping up a certain level of prestige and money over the cost of regular people. Like you and me. And so, do you think that police are never to be trusted? Is that your opinion? No, no, no. And, and when I say never to be trusted, I mean more specifically, I think as structures, as entities, not just mm-hmm. individuals, as okay. an, a corporature of, of a body of, like I, I call it a culture, they are not to be trusted. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. as individuals, I'm not maligning specific cops or saying all cops are corrupt and evil. Um, That's not what I believe. I think there are some cops who believe or believed in the idea of what a cop could be, but I think we have bestowed too much power and they have also taken too much power. Mm. So this is um, very interesting. Let's move on to the domestic violence issue. We yeah, that was very interesting to me, and I, I, I also, in some of the writings I did for MySign.com, I kind of predicted it, and what was interesting about last year... Now, what did you predict? Year, tell, me the, yeah, let me, tell me what did you predict in terms of... So what was interesting violence, about yeah. last year is that we had a series of Mercury retrogrades that all were in water signs. They all started in water signs, and then sometimes they would venture into air signs and then eventually go back. Now, when you're starting off, particularly with water signs, you're talking about things related to uh, the emotions, the idea of dealing with emotional triggers, and mm-hmm. particularly when Mercury, I think more so toward the spring, the cusp of the, the summer, 
when Mercury was in Cancer about the retrograde, I talked about how um, issues oh, related is so to emotional. children. <laughs> hmm? Cancer is very emotional. <laughs> well, it can be. Um, but yeah. I talked about particularly about things related to home, related to children, and related to women. And so I, mm. I said that those issues will become big topics of conversation. And people can check on the website and just do like a Mercury retrograde search and they'll see that's where I, I talked about those particular things. And sure enough, that's kind of what surfaced. There was a lot of discussion about how one um, handles children in terms of, you might remember during that time, about spanking. Um, and then mm-hmm. shortly after that, that's when we went into like the spinoff with all the domestic violence from the you know the NFL and different athletes and other things that were happening. So I think that was a big conversation that needed to happen and did happen during 2014. And uh, I think it's a conversation that we could still continue. I don't think Mercury is going to kind of stimulate the same level of conversation because in 2015 he's going to be dealing more with air signs. He's going to be retrograding or starting his retrograde completely in air signs and then pretty much sticking in that element, which deals more with how we think, communication, um, socialize. You know, it might be we might be dealing a lot with different social media issues or even the very Internet or World Wide Web itself. Now, do you think that because – I'm glad you brought up the Internet – that because we have this medium that the police brutality has been magnified a hundredfold and that – Police brutality, as you said, has been going on for the last 20 years at a certain level, but it now because of this social media, it's been magnified, similar with domestic violence. I mean, come on, domestic violence has been going on before people even got to America. It's not something new. We just have a label for it, but now, uh, so for, and, and also, let's also discuss why is it that the black football player, and I'm, I mean, I'm going to throw the card out there, is the only one being put up as the poster boy for the NFL, the NFL slash domestic violence person? Are you telling me that there are no other people in the in the in the NFL or any sports teams that have domestic violence issues? I remember one year one of the baseball players punched his wife out outside of a stadium. Right. I, I, you know, I, I remember <laughs> people um, framing that that way, especially on Twitter and in social media, and. I, I think it certainly can look that way. But here's where I have a caveat to that. I think okay. that particular football player was singled out for one clear and simple reason. There was a tape. There's a recording of it. There's not a recording for all these other people who exactly. actually also have committed um, crimes, including Roethlisberger, who was brought up on rape charges, even as he was doing a Super mm. Bowl about four or five years ago. So, what? I mean, it's, yeah. Um, so these things have been known among different athletes, and it's kind of resplendent whether you want to talk about it, unfortunately, from, you know, what's happening on a professional field or even in college, and sometimes even in high school. So it's not like the conversation has only been singled out for black athletes, but I think he got the high brunt of it, unfortunately, because there was a recording. And then how the NFL mismanaged looking at that recording mm-hmm. to Goodell just basically, you know, effectively lying that, oh, yeah, we, we looked at it or we didn't look at it, and it wasn't clear which was the truth. So I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, it 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 certainly could look that way, especially when there was a preponderance 
of DV charges erupting almost every week related to black athletes. And I think it's a matter of, like, what evidence has surfaced. You have, so, yeah, what evidence is, is available. But I don't, but I don't again, think, and then so many people think, many people came to think that DV is being something, is something that has been created as a bigger issue to kind of blot out what's going on with um, police violence and other things happening in the black community by quote-unquote black feminists and by other white feminists who are really kind of sidelining the issue. And I think all of it is important. I think it's all connected. It's all connected to who has the power, who has control. Correct. And there's different levels of control, and I think it is also unfair to say that, oh, because black men are catching hell in the street, that we are not in certain power positions, whether in the home or other situations, in terms of how we deal with each other and also how we're dealing with women and children. Mm-hmm. I think they're, they are all connected, and I think it is time to kind of challenge the foundations of power, which is what this Pluto return and what this Uranus um, square to Pluto is also about. So now, let's even within go, ourselves, even individually, yes, yeah, we have you know, we, it, we fight as an individual, as a human. You fight about control, discipline. A lot of people don't succeed in life because they don't have discipline, control that's true. over oneself, um, and then they and kind then of focus. You, what right, then they Sorry. focus the power on someone else. Exactly. This didn't happen and because this person or these set of people are keeping me back. Mhm. Mhm. Yes, exactly. And and I, I really try to stress that to a lot of people who want to blame this, that, and other. Now, not to say that certain institutions don't impact your life from a macro Absolutely. level or, you know, on a micro level, your family doesn't impact your life, your neighborhood doesn't impact your life, but... Uh, you know, in terms of the mega level, but in a micro level, looking at yourself in the mirror, are you saving the money you need to save? Are you eating the right foods you need to eat? Are you exercising every day? You know, are you, what comes out of your mouth? Are you being positive, your spirit, your energy? Are you bestowing that upon not only yourself, but those around you so it kind of reverber, you know, reverberates? These are all things that we have to be honest. We may or may not be doing them. Correct. <laughs> That's just the way it is, you know? And that's power and control, starting from the micro yourself, and then that helps you. If you can do it, if you're shining brightly, I think it will reflect outward. You know. Um, I agree. I'll, I'll, I'll stop preaching now. <laughs> well. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. So now let's go out further. Even we talked about uh, police brutality. We talked about domestic violence. Now we're going to go out internationally and talk about how the U.S and international policy and how that um, is connected to astrology. Now, do you want to talk about, again, what, what is it that you want to focus on? I think you were mentioning on the future. Well, yeah, and, one of the big shifts that's about to happen. Yeah. yeah, one of the big shifts that's about to happen is that on the 23rd of this month, Saturn Saturn is about to go into Sagittarius um, for the uh, first time in about 29, 30 years. And even though he dips in and then dips back out into Scorpio uh, around March um, or toward the middle of the year, I, I think when he goes into Sagittarius, it is going to be a time for the United States particularly, but also the world, to deal with um, how we we grapple with both what's near to us and what's far, how we define us 
versus them. So that actually brings up the issues of immigration. It brings up some of the foundational issues related to national boundaries. Because the last time Saturn was in Sagittarius, we started to see an erosion of traditional markers for how we defined what was us and them. And we saw some challenges in, in and how who's we... And them? who's them? Just the idea well, of us that's and the them? Question. Or that's going to be really the question, okay. because during the last time, 30 years ago, it was all about how we really define things according to conceptions of the the Cold War, the idea of the first, second, and third worlds. Um, all these different demarcations started to kind of collapse more. And you might remember it was during also the Iran-Contra scandals and all these things. You know, Reagan was still president. <laughs> um, yes. People can even conceive of that, you know, kind of like, oh, my God. Um, so there are these changes that, you know, are beginning. Well, Obama we'll begin- also just came out. He's he's really pushing his immigration well, yeah, and uh, so that is going to be one of the touchstones, I, I believe, of what's going to mark, you know, 2015. And um, and it's really going to be, a, it is a kind of a big issue on how we really define, because Sagittarius is the astrological signature that deals with how we explore and expand our boundaries, um, both mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And so all those things mm-hmm. become important. It's also how we establish the rules of law and principle. And so another thing mm-hmm. that gets highlighted with Saturn and Sagittarius is going to be, are we doing what we say we believe? When we wrote the, the Declaration, well, I shouldn't say we, when the Declaration of Independence was written. <laughs> you were there? You were there, Samuel? <laughs> right. No, I don't think any of us who looked like us were actually there. Yeah, That's what we I were mean. not there. <laughs> okay, so when the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, were written, are those principles extended? Are we living those principles? Are they extended to the people who need to have them? Are, um, so a lot of different constitutions may come to be reformed, not just in this country, mm-hmm. but also internationally. So That's there's, going to um, cause a whole revolution with the right. They do not want – everything that's written there is – is the best thing since sliced bread. Do not change it. Why are I, you messing with that document? That's true, but I think they're also, you know, one of the things that's interesting about the right, the right is actually divided. You know, I mean, so is the left, but the left's divisions are a little more muted. But the right is divided because they have an extreme shock wing element of it that we call the Tea Party. And their mm-hmm. perception of how one is defining the right or how one is defining freedom is very different than the more traditionalist, moderate aspect of the right or Republican Party. And so mm-hmm. one should watch them carefully. And despite you know some of the racist things that are being said by many people on the right, they're watching the police situation very, very carefully. I actually found more information on libertarian sites about what's emerging with the police than I found like from the traditional left or what I found from like even some of our black sites in terms of talking like the 1033 law that's been kind of incorporated okay. using military goods from the Pentagon in local police stations and departments. So all these wow. different things are, are surfacing. Um, and the right is aware of it because, never forget, the right is all about the sanctity of individual freedoms. Mm-hmm. Whether that extends the individuality toward even the states 
or even kind of challenging the state in relation to individual freedom and responsibility. Wow. There's just well, different scales of it. Yes, there are different, there are different levels. Um, but we have come to the, the end of our time here. But I, no. I'm always. Yes, I know. <laughs> I have to talk to someone else today. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but, um, wow, I really encourage everyone, I think, to read both sides. I don't. I don't think you should just read one side of information because it's it's it's, it's not. There are, there are. Hmm, I, I don't know if it's multiple truths, multiple things going on at the same time. Um, you know, it, it could be black, but it also could be white. Hello, like you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. that, that is the truth. So um, I, I encourage people to do that, and also I encourage people to to um, check out Samuel on his website and tell them the phone number again where they can call you. So one way to reach me is 484-727-8277. The other way, most effectively, is usually email, and that's unlockastrology at gmail.com. And then if you just want to you know, read up more about me and connect more directly in terms of booking a session, you can go to unlockastrology.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Samuel, for coming on again. Um, this is your fifth time on the show because I've been doing it for I five so, years, so. I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we started from the yeah. bottom, now we're here. You know, so, yeah, here we go. Fifth, five, All right, five All right. well, I, I hope <laughs> I hope you have a great um, end of this year and an awesome 2015. Um, and, uh, again, please um, stay safe in our power-hungry power culture. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you, Joy. Joy, thank you for having me on every year, and I really appreciate you and what you do. And congratulations on a, a million downloads. You rock. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with astrologer Samuel F. Reynolds, and uh, I'm going to be getting on this call with Stephen Hill in a minute, but you can follow me on at... Joy Keys on Twitter and become a fan on Facebook or check me out on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys at Hotmail.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.